Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Global news story today, um, Europe, let's see now, US law, or UK lawmakers, read it right, Roy, UK lawmakers vote to delay Brexit deal approval. So once again, parliamentarians in Britain voted on a Brexit proposal, not Theresa May, but Boris Johnson this time. And joining us on the program from London is Redmond Shannon, global news correspondent in Europe. Uh, Redmond, thank you for the time. And and what did UK parliamentarians decide today? And how does it differ, if it does, from the losing votes Theresa May experienced? Good afternoon, Roy. Yes, well, it's it's slightly different. Well, first of all, it's a different deal. So on three occasions earlier this year, as you may remember, MPs voted down the Brexit deal that Theresa May had haggled out with the EU. Um, so today they were due to vote on a renegotiated deal that Boris Johnson hammered out with the EU just on Thursday as we approach the new Brexit deadline of October 31st. So they were ready to do so. The government was hoping to uh, whip uh, MPs from its own party and in fact from opposition benches too enough to get it over the line. But because we're so close to the Brexit deadline, only 12 days away, there were fears that if the associated legislation that would need to go with it would take so long to process through Parliament as well that the UK might accidentally not get it done in time and therefore accidentally fall out of the EU without a deal. So opposition MPs and rebel MPs from the Conservatives, they put forward an amendment in order to delay Brexit further to make sure that there's enough time to do this properly because it looks like it probably will pass now with the the voting map uh, that is out there. So they have legally compelled Boris Johnson to, instead of uh, putting this vote forward to MPs, they have legally compelled him to write to the EU before midnight tonight to delay Brexit for what would be delaying Brexit for a third time. And remember when Boris Johnson became prime minister in July, he promised to get Brexit done by October 31st. It looks like it's almost certain now that that is not going to happen. Is Johnson uh, nevertheless in a stronger position than he was yesterday at Redmond or not? I would say slightly weaker than yesterday, slightly stronger than Wednesday. It comes and goes in waves. He is doing everything and using every trick he can, as the opposition uses their tricks too, in order to get this done and to get Brexit somehow passed through Parliament um, by October 31st. This is certainly a speed bump. Uh, It was anticipated that this was going to happen today. They were trying to persuade MPs not to do it, but they couldn't persuade them. And I think there's just too many MPs in the House of Commons who are vehemently, before before anything else, want to make sure that the UK doesn't fall out without a deal because the consequences for trade and for the border between Northern Ireland and Ireland could be huge if there's no deal because you have an overnight cliff edge rather than a transition period. So 
this uh, it will not be great for Boris Johnson, but I think a lot of people and his supporters see that he is trying everything he can to do what he said he would do, whether you agree with it, with it or not. If we uh, reduce this to the basic nuts and bolts of the issue, ultimately, is this about the UK leaving the EU now, or has it become more complicated than that? Because it looks from here like regardless of what may or may not occur on the 31st of October, a significant percentage of UK residents are going to be unhappy. Yeah, well, it's it's country split down the middle. Uh, families are split down the middle, I mean, from bottom to top. Even Boris Johnson and his siblings, when they meet for dinner, his sister said, and she's a prominent uh, journalist here, his sister said that uh, it's banned as a topic of conversation. So it, it, it splits families and it splits the whole country. But essentially, this is about getting the UK out by October 31st. People who voted for it and some people who didn't, they want to see it happen. And it may happen on time, but it's, it is it boils down also to a sense of perhaps British and more specifically English nationalism insofar as a lot of people want Brexit to happen in order to get gain some sort of sense of independence away from the EU and a sense of uh, identity that many people feel is lost within the EU. Um, that is connected, of course, to Britain's imperial history, but it's also connected to uh, a perhaps a sense of skepticism about what happens in the European Union. So it's it boils down to, I think, a sense of uh, national pride for a lot of people here. Is there a is there a sense, still a sense, that if the UK does leave the EU, and and, and one way or another, it appears it's going to happen, but. Uh, will that is that the uh, is that the domino that starts the rest or significantly uh, more dominoes dropping and the EU becoming far less than it is uh, today or will will Britain really be uh, so standing alone? I think, uh, given how difficult this has been, um, it certainly won't encourage anyone to try and leave the EU. The EU doesn't want to make it easy for anyone to leave, not deliberately so. I mean, this is very specific. Uh, there are other countries which could leave a lot more easily. But the problem is, is that the United Kingdom was trying to leave the EU um, and ignores, and a lot of voters, when they voted for it, didn't consider the fact that the UK has a land border with an EU country, and that land border is central to, and keeping it open is central to a, a peace process, that mm-hmm. of Northern Ireland's peace process. And, and locking that border down, as you probably would need to, to leave the EU, or as you almost certainly would in some certain certain circumstances, that's extremely treacherous. There are other countries who probably wouldn't be too bothered about keeping their borders tight, like Hungary. Hungary is a very Europe, uh, EU-skeptical country. But at the same time, I think the, there are a lot of smaller countries, like Hungary, when it comes down to it, probably weigh up the benefits of being in the EU outweigh the the downsides it will all depend on how perhaps how it pans out two or three years after the uk leaves what it looks like then and then other countries will see oh the uk has made a success of it maybe we'll leave now so i think countries will probably hold off for a few years to see how it all pans out so one more question for you then uh, redmond what do you expect is in fact going to happen. Mr. Johnson has to write the letter, you said, to the uh, EU by tonight. So what happens? What's Ultimately, what's going to happen? It, uh, he's just confirmed, uh, um, reportedly, just I, I saw it um, in the last uh, few minutes, 
that he will write the letter, even though in the House of Commons today he said he wouldn't. I think it was a game of semantics. He sort of is legally obligated to do. He can't afford to uh, to be breaking the law as Prime Minister when something is on the books, even though, of course, he was recently found to have unlawfully prorogued Parliament. This would be uh, quite deliberate and uh, a very difficult thing for him to do. So he is going to do it. Then that can only happen if all other 27 countries and the leaders of those countries agree to it. If just one leader of those other 27 members says, no, I veto it, then that extension doesn't happen. And then we could be into territory of perhaps this no deal happening on October 31st. The most likely countries to veto it perhaps would be France. Emmanuel Macron has said he's effectively sick and tired of this. The UK just needs to leave. He wants to quash anti-European sentiment in his country, so he wants to make it difficult for the UK too. But when push comes to shove, it's very difficult to see any of the EU leaders really making no deal happen because it's bad for everyone, most likely, if that happens. So the EU leaders will need to agree, and then if they do, then we'll get an extension most probably until the end of January, so three more months, and we'll be back at it again. Redmond, thank you so much for the time. Great report. I know a lot more now. Thank you. Thank you, Roy. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Redmond Shannon, European correspondent for Global News on the, the vote in the British Parliament, and as you just heard just minutes ago... Prime Minister Johnson uh, has said he will write the letter to the EU as is demanded. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.